Hey guys, welcome to the Dune Room. I'm Kent. I'm Nick. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, everybody. This is our Doom Room Christmas special. I'm sorry we had a long hiatus, but it's the holidays, and I hope you understand. But we got a lot to discuss today. We're going to talk about some funny Christmas stories, and we got um, some big plans coming up for next year for the Doom Room Production Podcast. A lot of stuff coming down the pipeline, and we're going to update you on our schedule. So stay tuned for the end of this podcast. Dude, I remember when I was like, 12 years old like i have a big family just having a little christmas party at like my grandparents yeah like all my cousins were there and shit and like my grandma made like a bunch of like ham sandwiches you know <laughs> like a snack plate yeah it's for everybody me and my two cousins just stole that shit what and ate all of it i'm talking about like 30 fucking sandwiches <laughs> so and all that and like we go back inside and my grandma's like where did I put them sandwiches at? <laughs> I don't know, Granny. So y'all ate all the sandwiches. Dude, we each ate like ten sandwiches. Oh my god! We were like, <laughs> we were just hungry, man. We was outside like throwing football and shit, and like got hungry. Went in there and got like a sandwich or two. Went back. Next thing I know, my cousin walks outside with a whole tray of sandwiches. And we just ate the whole thing, dude. <laughs> Bro, that's great. That's great. Oh, I'll tell you what wasn't great, though. That same Christmas party, like, we was already got in trouble for that shit, right? And my grandparents were poor as shit. Oh, right. So, like, we got some... <laughs> it was the worst, best Christmas present ever for me and my guy cousin. Yeah. Poor boy, um, grandchildren and, like, three granddaughters, parents. Right. That year... All the boys got refrigerator magnets. Oh, what did the girls get? Boombox. <laughs> that was when you realized you was not the favorite. Dude, I opened it up with a Batman refrigerator magnet. And I'm like, is this a joke? <laughs> this is bullshit. You know, this is old ass kid. And I look over there at my sister. She opens up her shit. It's a fucking stereo. I'm like, oh, hell no. And I looked at my cousin. He was like, turn red. He's like, what the hell, Granny? <laughs> oh, shit. This I, got, some... I got a goddamn Robin refrigerator magnet and fucking favorite over there has got a boombox. Bro. Like, he went off, dude. I'm like, shit. Dude, talking about some of the worst gifts you ever got. I remember, um, like, you know, when you go at Christmas time and holiday time, you see all these family that family members that you never see during the year. So they just have like, they just remember shit like a couple years of back. Oh, he really was into this last year or he really was into this. Well, man, I just kind of got to that phase, you know, like you're like a shitty asshole teenager and like you kind of grew up out of childish things. And I was like, I just got out of the Pokemon phase. You know, every kid had that Pokemon phase. You had the Pokemon t-shirts and whatnot. And I'll never forget one year I was like, okay. I'm out, I'm done with this. And like, you know, I was into other things and then I'll never forget, like in front of all my cousins and my great grandparents or great aunt and uncles, I believe it was, they gave me this thing and it was a fucking Pokemon t-shirt. And I think it was like two sizes too fucking small because at the time <laughs> at 14, I was almost six foot tall. <laughs> yeah. Those are those, uh, 
misses like from distant relatives, you know. Yeah. Like, they're just, I'll say this about the refrigerator magnets. It's the only gift I remember growing up. So like, <laughs> it made an and like now looking back, now that I'm a grown man, I see how much they struggled. So like, I appreciate them doing whatever. But um, bro, what the best and slap the best present I think I've ever remembered. I'll never forget this present, and it was one of the best I've ever gotten as a kid. 1999 or 19 or 2000 actually maybe. Anyway, it was around there. Me and my brother got a Nintendo 64. Oh, and we got that. three games for it. Um, Turok 2, Banjo-Kazooie, and Mario Kart 64. All three fantastic games. And this was, we were so excited. I know, like, we would, you know, we ripped it open because it was a gift to both of us. Like, me and my brothers, me and my brother had to share this gift. And that was about all we got that year. <laughs> that was a badass gift, though. But, yeah, we got that game system, three games, and some clothes. That was it. That's all you needed. That man. was it, though. It was like, I mean, my parents worked their ass off. My dad worked a lot of overtime to get it. But the the reason I remember this gift so much, though, is because we had an old-ass TV, and we needed a special adapter to hook up the fucking N64. Yeah, and we it. didn't have it. <laughs> and, and, I, and it was by the I was already out of the Santa phase by this point but my little brother was still into it and he looked at me he was about to cry and he goes I'm a Santa do this <laughs> Santa's a sick asshole <laughs> he gave us this game console we can't even play because we have an old TV <laughs> dude I was, this is, um, I was reading something where like a social worker on social media is like Quit telling your kids Santa's real because they want to know why they're getting all this shit presents. <laughs> and I feel like never thought of that before. It's like you just kind of like, and you know, I didn't even think about that when I was young because I didn't really. There's no social media. I didn't see what all the other kids were getting, but now you're poor and like you just get like this shit stuff. Yeah. And then like you know, all these people get like PlayStation fives. These little kids are probably like, what the hell, Santa? This is bullshit. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, one thing one thing we've done is like, this is this is something like being a parent now. Like, we always, like, do the big gifts from the parents, from family. And then, you know, Santa just brought you some other bullshit, you know? <laughs> it's like, but, you know, something that's like any significance. Like, we always say it's from us. And then, you know, Santa brought you, like, the lesser stuff. I mean, because what are you going to remember when you go back to school and tell your friends? You're going to remember the big item. Yeah, I got that from mom and dad, though. Santa didn't bring that shit. (laughs) (laughs) So that's our mindset about it. And, like, you got it. But, yeah, social media has made things a little complicated nowadays. I remember when I was, like, seven, I'm like, I'm going to catch this dude in the act tonight. I'm going to see Santa if it's the last thing I do. I stayed up probably till like 3 a.m., dude. And I'm like looking out the window, pretending I'm asleep, you know. And I, I remember sneaking in the living room. My mom's dead asleep and there's no presents. I'm like, damn. Well, you gotta lay down, pass out. <laughs> you know? And then I wake up at like five. I'm like, oh, shit. I don't know how long I've been asleep. I went in there. There's presents everywhere. The cookie's been eaten. I'm like, 
that sneaky son of a bitch. <laughs> Motherfucker. Now looking back, I'm like, damn, my parents were good at that shit. <laughs> I probably had like cameras in there waiting to see when I went to sleep. Bro, um, what was y'all bad about sneaking and trying to find your presence? Dude, me and my sister would like do some like 007 shit. Like, I'll never forget when I was like 15. You know, we were way past Santa at this point. So our parents just put the presents underneath the tree. Uh, my mom had to go to the store and I let my sister, I'm like, go get the scissors and tape. I'm gonna cut this shit and retape it. We open all our shit. <laughs> we're like, hell yeah. But it ain't too late because it's still like a week away. So we started dropping hints about other shit we wanted. <laughs> and slowly and surely, there's more presents popping up. Yeah, and then they saw it, saw like where we cut it, and like they got mad and said if we ever did that again, then never buy us anything. Bro, oh, it was one time, it was, it was like I was already over it, but I had a little brother and I tried to keep up the illusion for him. And there was one day we walked into, um, we had a carport with a storage room on the side of it, and we just happened to walk in there, and I was you know, being a responsible kid, taking out the trash and all. So I walk out there, see if there's any trash. And I grab a big old trash bag just packed full. I'm like, what the fuck is in here? And I asked my brother to come help me because I couldn't pick it up. And we're having, we're struggling with this damn garbage bag. I mean, it's one of them heavy duty bags, like wrapped up in like some tarp. And I'm like, fuck what is in this bag and i opened it up and i was thinking it was gonna be a construction material from my dad's job and we looked in it and we saw our presence i looked at my brother i said yeah santa's not real (laughs) (laughs) i'm sorry you found out it's not not real Sorry it happened this way, bro. Everything we told you has been a lie. What, what was, was his reaction? He was he was confused and he goes he goes disbelief. He was like confused and he's like he goes he kinda he kinda had a feeling. Because <laughs> like you know when you're a kid you wonder why Santa didn't bring you every fucking thing on your list. <laughs> he found out his parents were letting him down and not Santa. How old was he? Oh, he was, he was about 10, you know, uh, yeah. about that age. You know, like, Dude, my daughter stopped believing in Santa like when she was five. Damn. You know why? why? She YouTubed that shit. Oh. She said, is Santa real? And like she found a bunch of evidence. So I'm like, hey, Santa's coming tonight. No, he is not. When are you putting the presents on the tree? I'm like, what? She's like, when are you putting the presents on the tree? I know Santa's not real. I done my research. I Googled and YouTube. I'm like, damn, internet. Damn, internet. Let me enjoy anything. Well, so far, we've kept up the illusion for our children. And my, I, they, they, they might know, but we try to keep it up for them. It's fun, and it's probably my last year. Like that, my oldest will be will be a big believer yeah. in Santa. But the good news is, I get to start this shit over again because next year we're having a baby. <laughs> Congratulations, man! Yeah. So, I bet you're nervous as shit. Oh, 
big, big life-changing events like stress me the fuck out. Yeah, man, I hate. I don't hate it. I just hate like the pressure of stuff like that. Yeah, like hate a baby or anything like that. Like I hate. <laughs> I hate going to like my family's like Christmas parties just because it's so stressful. You like you don't know what everybody what everybody's been through. If someone's gonna unload with you with some bullshit, oh yeah, and you get there and you enjoy it. Thankfully, we never had like a big Christmas throwdown at um a family get gathering so far. But uh, let me tell you about the best Christmas present I ever got. What's that? I was probably about thirteen. I think I don't even remember how old I was, dude. But my parents were like building it up. They're like, oh, it's going to be a good Christmas this year. And when you come from a poor family, when your parents start telling you that shit, hopes get raised. Me and my sister were like, oh, what are they going to get us? What is it? Like, we're getting pumped. They bought us a trampoline. Oh, shit. Awesome. But um, that was like a big box that when we walked in, that's the first time we saw. Like, go open that box over there that's shaking, please. The one with the holes in it, we're like, Oh shit! What is it? And we start opening up other stuff. Be like, no, go open another box. <laughs> so you open up the box, and it's a damn Chihuahua, dude, named Tito. I love that dog, man. That was like the best Christmas ever. Like he looked up, he was so tiny. I was putting it in my hands. That dog may have been small, but it had a big attitude. <laughs> Chihuahuas normally do. He thought he could whoop any dog's ass. <laughs> He was the Connor Connor McGregor of like Chihuahuas. He's walking out there and start talking shit. He's like, I'd like to take this time to apologize to absolutely nobody. Start humping your leg, dude. <laughs> shit. Man, I'm telling you, my dad one time, like my dad would always go out his way to make the holidays pretty special for us growing up. And he would always try to do the decorating the house and you know make sure we get a live Christmas tree like hell. And we made it a family tradition for him, me and my brother, a little brother to go to a tree farm and cut down a tree. I mean, that he was big on starting traditions because I, because he didn't have that kind of environment growing up. So he wanted to make it for the best for us. He picked us up from school. We go cut down a real Christmas tree and have it going on. And like my dad really took that serious. And where we lived at in the middle of nowhere, we lived on the top of a hill on a dirt road. Our house is at the top of this deep slope hill. And my dad, we had a chimney and he would always put a star up on the chimney. And it was pretty cool because you could see it like a quarter mile down the fucking hill. Shit was cool as hell. But it was one time, some of the few times that the fucking house got iced over where we lived <laughs> at in the south. That some of the few times it actually gets cold. Shit iced over. Well, my dad decided he was going to surprise me and my brother coming home late one day. My mom was driving us back up the road, and he was going to surprise us with a star on the roof. Well, we seen the star before we got to the house, and we was all excited. It's like because we knew it was like, hey, it's time to decorate the house with my dad for Christmas lights. Well, we get there, and it's cold, wind's blowing, the roof iced over. Well, my dad's up there on the chimney. He puts the star up, but then getting down, he slips. And we pull up to the house. He's hanging off the carport <laughs> trying to get down because the, he fell off the other side because the, the shingles passed over. And he's holding on while we're pulling up. And me and my brother and my mom <laughs> don't know what to do. Get a ladder, damn. <laughs> 
we came home with high expectation. <laughs> and we get cursed at before we get out of the truck. <laughs> He's cussing at him. Yeah, what's he saying? Like, Damn ladder, give him a step stool. And my mom's sitting there trying to grab his legs, like said, You can't hold me. <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> Did you imagine y'all freaking out and his hands are like cramping up and the next thing he feels is y'all grabbing his legs and he instantly knows that shit's not going to work. <laughs> get up the <laughs> He couldn't get back up there because he couldn't swing his leg back up over the sign and it was cold as hell and like he was holding on because we had a porch and like he was holding on to like a piece of wood he just wrapped around it and he was like wrapped around like a pole it's hard to explain like but we had like a like a pillar going up the side of the house and he just wrapped around that pole and just holding on for dear fucking life <laughs> dude your parents did something genius when we was growing up nick's family had like a tree close to like a water pump on the other side of their property and they would just like put like a sprinkler on when it would freeze at night, so the pipes wouldn't bust. And they shoot water on this tree, and then and the next morning it'd just be complete like an ice tree, like really thick. And all night, me and Nick would be sitting in the room. I can't wait to bust that shit tomorrow. <laughs> We're gonna go like Super Saiyan. We would wake up that shit. Like we'd be planning how to attack this tree. We'd get up in the morning and go get a hammer and go get some sticks. And we would just literally beat the fuck out of the tree yeah. all day. And um, it's a popcorn tree for those who don't know. It's like these things grow so fast. They're like weeds over here. Like within like two or three years, you got a full size tree. But my dad would always freeze one for us. And me and Kent would wake up like six o'clock in the morning on a Saturday for no fucking reason. Go out in the damn cold have sweaters and whatnot and just bust the fuck out of this ice cover tree. It was so fun. It's like you're tearing down a building and like you'd hear it crack. Man, we'd wake up, we look at each other, it's like go time. Go time. We'd go out there just to shake him. We'd run into it, try to tackle it. (laughs) Busting it with like mallets and shit. Just busting ice. You know, busting out ass to bust some ice. And the whole time, man, looking back, your parents did that shit just so we'd be tired and go to fucking sleep the, that night. Yeah. It was, right. so fun. it was so simple. Like, boys are so easy, man. Yeah. Let's go break some trees, bust some ice. Let's go break some frozen trees. <laughs> it, it, was shit ever. it was. It was great and cheap. <laughs> yeah, it was very cheap. <laughs> like parents didn't have to pay for shit. <laughs> I mean, the hell they had to run the water anyway to keep the pots from freezing. Yeah, they just man. put it on a damn tree. We go out there and bust that, and like, me and Ken's ready to go to bed like at six o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> man, I'll tell you, um, the worst Christmases I ever had was at Disney World. Really? Yeah. Fucking insanely crowded. I'm walking in um, Epcot. Get shaved, shave, yeah, get a rash in my thighs. I'm walking so much, sweating because you know it's down there in Orlando, yeah, so it's still like 75 degrees. I'm carrying all this shit. My wife makes me put on a jacket to start with, it never gets cold at night. I'm toting this jacket, hot as fuck, toting her jacket, and I can't walk because I'm up a rash. 
eyes. She's like, let's go watch the fireworks. I'm like, this is a fucking bit, uh, hotel. How about that? <laughs> People all around us hate it. And so we battle our way to get a good um, spot to see the fireworks. It lasted goddamn hours. <laughs> and then when it's over, dude, it was like pure chaos. Everybody just starts flooding out of the park. I'm like, we gotta go stand over there because I can barely walk and I don't want to get trampled on. Bro. Hey, don't go to Disney for Christmas. Bro, like, we didn't really travel too much for Christmas. I remember one time, though, we was we was young and we did travel. We traveled up to... um. North Carolina to go see my family for Christmas. And um that's a twelve hour drive. And back then, I know it's a different time, people. Seatbelt laws wasn't as popular as they are right now. So what my mom and dad did, we had a, a small SUV. They would let down the back seats to where they can store all their luggage and just make a pallet back there for me and my brother and say, Y'all fucking sleep. And I think I'm pretty sure they do- doped us up with like some drama mean or something. <laughs> yeah. Damn, I've never heard that. So you're just like laid in the back, of, in the back of a fucking SUV. <laughs> like slam on brakes and y'all yeah, like, of course. <laughs> <laughs> that, my dad would do it just to fuck with us. <laughs> we would we would be stacking up the fucking luggage and then he'll hit the like he'll wait till we're like trying to lay down and sleep and he'll Break check it real quick so the ship will slide off and hit us just to fuck with us. Dude, like, I don't know why this reminded me that story reminded me of this, but when I used to go paint with my dad in the summers, they only had like a, one of those old trucks with a cab that was just like a three seater, right? And it would be my dad would drive me in the middle and this 80 year old man that was like a cotton hill off of King of the Hill, <laughs> a little hard ass, but like way funnier. And every winter, like they the turn on like the heater, and that shit would like put me to sleep, dude. And I, it looked like I'd be like jamming out to like a rock song. My head would be like bobbing. <laughs> like I like lean um, over my dad and his elbow me and tell me to fucking stop. Him, <laughs> dude. I remember one time though, I just passed out good on on the older dude. His name. Just passed out on it. And I woke, and he woke me up laughing because he thought it was funny until he saw all the drool on his shirt. <laughs> Bro, because when I sleep in the truck, man, your mouth is open. Yeah. I had that good sleep, dude. My mouth was just like, I was catching flies, dude. There was like no bugs in that cab that day. There was, let me tell you, like all the traveling I've done in my lifetime is like, I, we had to fly overseas one time. Um, for duty and a buddy, a mutual friend of ours is like, I got a hold of some sleeping medicine. Like I didn't realize how strong this shit was. And I've managed to acquire some and I gave it to him and we were in takeoff and we, we got, we barely got leveled out and we passed out. It was the first time I ever took Ambien. And I think it was a little bit much for us for our first dosage of it. And he woke up and his face was implanted on the back seat of the person in front of us. And he looked at me. He said, don't you ever <laughs> fucking give me another pill. <laughs> don't you ever do that to me again. <laughs> he goes, 
Nick, I don't even know where I'm at right now. And <laughs> we was like landed in Romania. <laughs> Damn. That was it did his job though. He did his job. Like he goes, We just had a seven hour flight. I don't remember a bit of it. I know I've gotten up twice to go piss. I don't remember it. I don't it, it what's crazy is like you remember growing up, like your dad or mom always like lay on the couch and be asleep, you know? And like, what these guys are sissies, you know, they need their naps. Bro, like the other day I got home from work. I'm like, I'm just gonna go close my eyes for like and you know, went lay down on the sofa. I opened my eyes up, it was time to go back to work. <laughs> I slept like 14 hours or some shit, dude. I'm like, damn, I'm getting old. Bro, like I've done some jet lags. Jet lags is a real thing. It was like I've gotten off a plane and just sleep for like 12 hours straight. Like you being like 16 time zones on the other side of the world and like you waking up you're not even sure if it's dark outside <laughs> some of the best sleep you can get is in the military on like a troop carrier like when you get to ride in the cab like i remember i was doing at one time it was cold um it might have been a drill i don't remember but um i was like the passenger in the cab you know dude was driving and I just remember, because, you know, you had to start off early. It's like 5 a.m. when you left, leave. Yeah. And um, it was cold to turn on the heater, and that hot air hit me. Singing I woke up. It was like six hours. I don't know how long it took to get to North Alabama. How long of a drive is that? Oh, the convoy is about five five hours. We stopped one time. They didn't even bother to wake me up. <laughs> I just woke up. We were there. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Some good sleep. I was ready to go, dude. <laughs> Man, that's some of that good sleep. Let's go to work. The day, dude driving's like, yeah, I really could have used some of that sleep too. Let <laughs> <laughs> me tell you what doesn't come easy. Um, for when sleep doesn't come easy, when you're a fucking kid and you're excited for Christmas, dude. Yeah, man, I be sitting there, can't go to sleep. I gotta see what's going on. And I won't go to sleep till like four, and I wake up at five. <laughs> Go open up all my shit and then go back to sleep. Yeah, I'm telling you. It was like me and my brother had traditions. Like he would camp out in my bedroom growing up and we would watch um my parent we had like VHS tapes and we had some of the Christmas specials and um we would watch them, but we would always put Toy Story, the Disney movie, on last to try to fall asleep to. Because an hour and a half movie is like, you know, that's like some of the best thing when you fall asleep to a movie. I remember one year, it's like, we just could not fucking go to sleep. We just could not. And, I mean, we're a bunch of little hyped-up children ready for Christmas, and we just could not go to sleep. And my brother was just terrified. He goes, I'm going to pretend I sleep until morning. I said, why? He's like, because Santa ain't going to bring me no gifts if I'm awake. <laughs> Man. He, it, it was so fun, though. It, it shit, it shit I'll never forget. And I'll tell you one of the worst things to have at Christmas time, too, though, besides a child that won't sleep, is a fucking cat. Dude, cats are bad for sleep, period. No, cats are bad for Christmas trees, also. Them oh, sons yeah. of bitches. <laughs> it's just like they love shiny stuff. They love like outdoors stuff. So you bring a, a tree and you put like shiny shit on it. It's just like um, all the stuff you need for like a disaster. <laughs> I'll never forget we came home from the bus one time 
We walked in the door just in time to see the cat cling to the tree and just turn around, and looked at us. Like you know how cats can turn their head just about all the way fucking around. It looked creepy as fuck. <laughs> the cat's like, because we got live trees, cats just cling to the tree and he turns around and looks at us. And he goes back to fucking up that tree. <laughs> Dude, I was at my aunt's one time and they had a cat and we're just sitting there chilling. They have a nice tree up and out of fucking nowhere, the cat just comes flying through the house runs to the bottom of the tree and then starts shooting up the tree and it's like wiggling and shit. We're like, what the hell is he doing? He's going, meow! He meow like, I don't know, like he was an angry middle-aged man that's about to like shoot some people. God. We're sitting there, you just hear, meow! Meow! Like, damn, he does not like Christmas. Meow! Holy shit. Like, it was scary, dude. And they lay underneath the fucking tree, like and hide in the presence and everything. You walk by it, makes thing you know you get popped on the foot. Boom, bitch, where's my Christmas present? <laughs> Dude, another quick story about that cat. Like I'd be sleeping at my cousin's, like you know, sleepover. I'd be dead at night, you know. I'm trying to sleep, and I always couldn't sleep good at like a, a person, another person's house. And I'll be sitting there, and my cousin's dead asleep. I'm the only one awake. And all of a sudden, I hear, (laughs) I'm like, oh, my God. I hated that cat, dude. (laughs) He's so angry. He was mean as hell all the damn time. I don't know what it is, but, like, I had bad luck with cats that we owned. Like, our last cat. Hell, I was scared to go to the fridge, man. (laughs) Like, its territory was like the kitchen. I just be walking, and the next thing I know, I'm bleeding. <laughs> oh man, dude! About Christmas, man. I'll tell you the best Christmas I ever had. Really, wasn't even Christmas. Like, um, <laughs> when I was like 11, my dad took me to his buddy's house. Mm-hmm. They had some Rottweilers. Oh and shit! My sister and my dad was petting one inside of a cage, and another one walked up to me. I'm like, "Oh hell, I'll pet this one." Reached over that fence, <laughs> bit my hand. Like the tooth went like almost. I had, I had small, small hands. hands. I was a little kid. It almost went all the way through my hand. I don't even have a. Oh, I have a little scar. But um, so I had to go to the emergency room, and my dad and I did not have a good conversation. Apparently, the next two days, two days later, that dude shows up at my house. This is like in May or some shit. Some random month. He showed up at my house with like a fucking truckload of toys, dude. I'm talking about Jurassic Park came out, you know, the second one. So they had like, he had that long truck trailer thing. He had a bunch of dinosaurs, dude. And I was all in the Jurassic Park. Damn. It was like, it was like, the he's probably spent like 400 bucks on toys and shit. That was like the nicest gifts I ever got when I was little. He just like, please don't sue me. He's like, please don't sue me. Here's some toys. I mean, it was the best. Asked about, I'm like, is your hand okay from the dog? What dog? I was like ripping them open. I'm like, oh my god! And I had this T Rex like hand puppet. And, like when you press down, like you put your hand in it and press down, it'll roar and shit. Oh, so my mom will be asleep on the couch, and I walk up with a puppet, put it in her face, and be like, rawr! She wake up, god damn it! <laughs> <laughs> Oh man. Um, 
Is there any like movies? I know like there's a shit ton of Christmas movies. Is there any, like movies you like to watch around Christmas time? Everybody's gonna watch um what's that movie uh shit. They come to the movies him wrapping around Christmas lights and they're electrocuting. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Christmas vacation. Vacation. Oh, man, I was about to say that's that's yes, we watched that recently. Oh man, like I I every year. I watch it about two or three times a year because I only watch around Christmas time. I would just put and I would just laugh at some of that shit because it is like straight up. Like it's that shit still holds up today. It is one of the most quotable movies. Like Hallelujah, holy shit! It's like one of my favorite things to say around this time of year. <laughs> Dude, it was so good. Everybody watches Elf too. I mean, everybody knows about Elf at this point. Yeah. Um. Favorite Christmas stories everybody's go to as well. Yeah, I love. I like watching Christmas Story on Christmas, and because like you know, growing up they played that twenty four seven, like on the local channels. Talking about Elf, one of my favorite lines to say is like, "My nephew, we call him Buddy. That's not his real name, but we call him Buddy." And I always fuck around with him, and like I quote Elf as like, "Bye, Buddy. Hope you find your dad." <laughs> from the fucking Norwal and the damn yeah. elf. What, in your opinion, what's the best Christmas Carol movie? Um, I got so Muppet, many Muppet Christmas Carol movie. Muppet. That is absolutely my favorite. But the one with Gonzo is Charles Dickens and yeah. like telling the story, and it has um like Kermit as Bob Cratchit and all. And who's the actor in it? Alfred and the damn Batman movies. Michael, um, no, 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 uh, Michael, um, I know you talk Michael Caine. Yeah, Michael Caine. But uh, that was my favorite telling of the Christmas Carol, and like, there's thousands of them out there. They are. Jim Carrey was in one. I like the one. I think he did the animated one. That was yeah, pretty good. Really good. Uh, my favorite's the original black and white one. Yeah. Should make you cry, dude. He gets Cratchit a raise at the end. Yes. Every time that happens, I'm like, huh. I'm not going to lie. That's one that tug at your heartstrings, too, like the Muppet Christmas Carol. To me, it's just, that was the first first one I've ever watched growing up, and I, I kind of stuck with me. My kids love watching it now. And the music in it is really good, too. And there was like a song where um, Michael Caine is like singing when he had to separate from his fiance or something like that because he kept putting off getting married. I was like, damn, that's fucking terribly sad. And like, this is a Muppet movie. <laughs> yeah. Man, there's so many. I mean, there's so many good Christmas movies. And uh, you can't go wrong with anything. Rankin Bass, like Santa Claus coming to town. Like, my kids is already breaking those out and watching the hell out of those. Hey, what movies didn't really hold up well that I liked when I was young, but now I'm like, oh, God, it's the. Tim Allen Santa Claus movies. Yeah. They did not hold up, man. I did. And I mean, the first one still has a little bit of charm to it because yeah. it was the first one, but the rest of them just, just don't strike a chord with me. And uh, what's that Arnold Schwarzenegger's movie where he's trying to get the total? Yeah, that was still pretty funny. Yeah, like it's Arnold and Sinbad. So it's yeah. just, it's fun. I, I still enjoy that one. That one's good. Oh, damn. What's it? Some more. I didn't start. I haven't watched any Christmas movies. My wife, um, she'll be watching those holiday movies, man. 
I'm getting old. I don't know what it is, but I, I can get emotional now. Yeah. I'm sitting there watching shit. I'm like, hate it, hating on it, you know, in front of her. And I just get quiet halfway through it. And at the end, I'm like, is he going to make it for Christmas? <laughs> he makes it for Christmas. Well, Mickey thinks he's not going to be there for Christmas. And so, you know, he shows up for Christmas and his dad starts crying. And I'm like, fuck, I wish my dad was happy when I was there for Christmas. <laughs> Then I start crying, and then Sarah, my wife, calls me a bitch. <laughs> I mean, I like my my wife um, really enjoys the Hallmark movies. I don't know, it's like I can't handle like being told "Merry Christmas" up your ass so many damn fucking times in a movie. It's like they're they're they are what they are. They're Hallmark movies, and mm-hmm. like it's like we gotta. Restore the town's Christmas spirit. I said, you got to, I don't know. I said, there's a lot more bigger problems going on right now. It's like, it's like the perfect people though, in the perfect situation, always snowing, always in the Midwest. Oh, it's always nice. Yeah. And even a bad person in the movie is just not really, he's not unnice. He's just, they're just grumpy. Yeah, they're just grumpy. I was like, they just don't like Christmas. It's like, I would probably be the villain. And half those fucking movies. Yeah, I'd <laughs> yeah, be the villain. You want to help us put up the Christmas lights? Fuck no. <laughs> Man, I tell you what, things have gotten a lot easier putting up Christmas lights. It's like I was putting them up here, and like there's so much easier now. Like with things available now, I can just attach them to the house. Like you got these little plastic clips, you attach a lot, attach to the house. Bro, my dad, bless his heart. <laughs> Joker be out there in the damn dark because we had to do it at night. Me and my brother nailing fucking nails in the side of the damn house, <laughs> putting up Christmas lights. He he did his best. He did his best to make it special. So long as y'all ever left up Christmas lights. Oh, my dad like he's he's real picky about that shit. It's like after New Year's, like before we go back to school for after Christmas break, like one day we spent out there. Picking up all those Christmas lights. Dude, I remember one time my dad was gonna move, like um. So he's like, the "Hell with it, we're not gonna do it." And we ended up not moving for like another four months. Just left that shit on there. <laughs> and I come home from school and then fuck with him. One day I turned them on. <laughs> In April, he comes home and like damn Christmas lights on. He's like, "Okay, we'll take it down." <laughs> Oh, man. I remember that year that my dad was like, he bought me a weight set. So I'm like asleep. He wakes me up. Like, help me bring in this shit. <laughs> so I help him throw the toys under the tree. He's like, this is what I really need help with. It was a weight set. It's like, Merry Christmas. <laughs> Bro, that's awesome. Like, well, I think that's a good stopping place right there. It's like, they are planned, though, for 2021. That's right. Y'all, we got a lot coming down the pipe. Um, Start right after the new year. We're going to kick off our Toonami series. We're going to do Gundam Wing first. It's a big, big moment for us. We've been wanting to do this for a while. Toonami is near and dear to our heart, and we love anime. I don't think of any other anime we can start off better than Gundam Wing. Right. So we got a lot of podcasts going for y'all, the Toonami. But next year, we're going to kick off some YouTube channels. Because, you know, Doom Room Productions is not just us. We're going to... Like it's just a big group of friends. Me and Nick are the founders. We're gonna open up, advertise for our buddies, right? YouTube channels, Instagram. You know, friend that's really big in photography. Yep. 
and uh, some real exciting is we're gonna we're looking into opening up a bookstore. We're gonna document that journey starting next year. A lot of research, a lot of planning. A couple years in the making, but we're hoping we can make it happen. It's gonna. They, I'll say today's day one of the documentary. And in each podcast, we might give you a little update, or we might have like a separate series dedicated to that. But in the meantime, we're going to still post weekly podcast every Sunday, starting at the first Sunday of the new year, beginning with Gundam and Gundam Endless Waltz. And we hope that um, y'all have a great year. 2020 is just about over. Have a Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. And we'll see you next time. See you next time. Hey, everyone. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Doomer Production Podcast. We hope you enjoyed it, and we hope to see you back next time. Yeah, and be sure to follow us on our Facebook and Instagram, Doom Room Productions. We'll uh, be releasing our schedules for our upcoming podcast. And be sure to check out the cool pictures that Nick posts. We hope you enjoyed it. We'll see you next time. Later. See you.